Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. Rock the Block, Season 3, Episode 2. Let's do it. Let's do it. Are you excited? Did you... I mean, we talked to uh, two competitors on the show last week, Lindsay and Leslie. Yeah. it was. It's fun to watch the show after actually having you know, talk to them in person and, or not in person, but you know, on the pod and heard their insights. And you know what I noticed, which Mm. really stuck out to me. And, um, they talked during our interview about how much research they did Mm -hmm. on the Charleston market. And that came into play big time in this episode. Yes. I, I really did appreciate, they really did seem to be the only pair that, you know, really did a ton of research about, Charleston and the culture and the the history there so they did and they also said that their uh one of the sisters said that their favorite room was the entry so it was fun to like see them design that favorite room right I had actually forgotten about that but yeah thank you about that so yeah um so let's let's talk about it okay let's get into it this was the entryway in the living room right yep entryway and living room week two big big parts of the house you know make a big first impression so they they all knew that they had to nail it Mm -hmm. um the judge for this week is rock the block season one winner and host of help i wrecked my house jasmine roth yeah i loved that um uh (laughs) nothing against jordan and jonathan knight but i don't know i just i felt like jasmine had a little bit more hmm She's a heavy hitter. She's like an HGTV heavy hitter. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't say credibility. I mean, Jordan and John. I mean, I know that <laughs> they've got their their show too. But uh, Jasmine's been around the block, literally. Like she she won this show, so it yeah. was uh, interesting to me to hear her feedback on all the teams. She work. had a lot of feedback too. Like I was, I appreciated her. She took like a lot of time to give yeah thoughtful critiques about each one, as opposed to just being like, "I loved your." like fireplace like da, da, da. <laughs> yeah and so I, I found myself agreeing with uh most if not all of it yeah I think I actually wrote I have some notes about what I didn't agree with so okay we'll go over that um again it's week two the cash prize for the week is two thousand dollars so the winner of this week gets to have two thousand dollars in their pocket that they can spend on the next week's designs um so let's jump into kind of their plans and what each team was was setting out to do. Uh, Leslie and Lindsay, right away, classic them, were like, we're going to do wallpaper on our entryway wall. Um, they're all about earthy, eclectic design. And so they knew they wanted to bring some sort of like cool, striking texture to that wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also were all about putting in a wet bar next mm-hmm. to the fireplace. What did you think about this design choice? I'm, I look, I love a wet bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not going to complain about a wet bar, but in terms of adding value, and I think this was one of the points I agreed with Jasmine on, not really sure the big value add and you have to find a, a buyer who very specifically wants that feature. Yeah. Um, I, hazard a guess that most buyers could take or leave a wet bar Mm -hmm. um but you know I thought I thought it looked cute they did a a bold black and white tile Uh, yeah 
kind of like a piano key tile yeah. situation, which and I it, it I appreciated it. Um, I think I would have appreciated it if it was in a different part of the house. Like the fact that it was on one side of the fireplace and then and then the not other side on the other. Just, yeah, some like yeah, the, the perfectionist in me, the sym- this I wanted to see symmetry and it just wasn't there. So. Yeah, I don't like things matchy-matchy, but I do agree that there is some asymmetry that bugged me. Yeah. And I I, I felt like their living room look was very maximalist. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were a lot of patterns going on, a lot of color. They're, they had one wall that was a deep green. Uh, they, they brought that black and white checkered look onto the pillows on the sofa. I think there was gold, mm-hmm. uh, mustard colors throughout I, there, there was just a lot going on um I didn't dislike it not my style though I I mean I guess it kind of flows with what we're talking about so I'll just bring it up right now um the mantle that they found the vintage mantle right I love that I another example of how they really went above and beyond to pay mm-hmm. tribute to Charleston's history so they I think they said the mantle was from what 1930s I think they said like 18 something. Oh, it could be a whole century <laughs> off. It was old. Where? Yeah, wait. That old And mantle, it looked old. I didn't write down the, I, I didn't write down the date, but I think it was like 18 something. Like it was old. And yeah. And I also completely agree with their decision to keep it white. Um, Jasmine was like, I really would have liked to see a pop of color on it, but I no. I was like, what color jasmine would you like there's to so see much it? color in the room already maybe like a light gray i don't know if she was thinking a different kind of neutral and not just white but yeah i, I don't know there was a lot going on so i would have been hesitant to paint that too totally um evan and keith do you what stood out okay so the big thing for them was just rounding out the living room space um oh, they were so, on target with the 2022 trends curves right? everywhere that was like yeah that's like a big design trend that we've talked about numerous times and they had the curved sofas they rounded out the two windows um on each side of the fireplace oh and all the teams built fireplaces too that was kind of like a duh like you have a giant wall in the living room build a fireplace if you didn't i feel like it's reason for like what are you instant do? elimination from the contest <laughs> yeah like what else are you gonna put on those walls I don't know. um so yeah so the the round windows we saw keith like cutting out the the circle for the windows um they put beams in they added a really warm paint color uh i was surprised really... at the paint color because weren't they chastised in the kitchen for using a like a peach shade the peach. and then <laughs> Then they just brought like a darker peach right into the. They doubled down. They really did, and they were trying to make it look like stucco, Mm -hmm. like old world. That's what I I was getting that like old world Tuscan feel, and I don't know if that's what they were trying to go for. I know they said they didn't want it to look sponge painted, but I thought it kind of did. Well, I think that they said they also wanted it to look like. old like the out the exterior of like buildings in in charleston and fine with that i i appreciate that they wanted like an artistic side to the paint as opposed to just like putting on the paint um like adding some texture to it definitely made it pop um 
But yeah, theirs was definitely, definitely them. Like it was very artistic, very like out of the box. I think Jasmine said it was the most unique option, the the most unique of the contestants and possibly the most unique home she'd ever seen period yeah yeah and jasmine goes this is edgy and keith keith swoons he's like oh that's such a compliment thank you they anything to be different that's that was their goal and they nailed it Mm -hmm. um jasmine also said that it it looked like a charleston house but i i don't know that i agree with that yeah i'd say maybe jasmine needs to walk through a few more charleston houses (laughs) Um, it almost felt like a like a getaway in Thailand or something. It was like Asian. I wrote Asian inspired. Yeah, it felt like that. I okay. I guess we can we can say our opinions on the rooms as well. I guess besides just describing them, and I I have to say I kind of like this room. It's, you did, Rachel. It's not. It's it's totally opposite of how I would des- I would not design my room this way, but I. I simply appreciated it. Like never would have <laughs> never in a million years would I have thought that you even appreciated this room. I I think it was something about those curved sofas. Um <laughs> they got you with the windows. The the windows, yeah, I think the round I think the round was just really um pleasing to the eye and I appreciated I don't know. I just, I, I think I also just really like Keith and Evan and I like, they're just totally doing their own thing. Um, yeah. I do appreciate that. They, so they don't give a F. And Evan said a lot of teams are good at design and construction. I don't really think they have, they're as artistic as us. And I was like, that's true. That's your competitive differentiator. Like that's, that could be the reason that you take the competition. Although if I had to put my money in it, I don't think they're going to win the competition. They're, but I don't even know. I, I don't even get that they want to that much. I don't like, even think they care. They're It's literally just like putting on display. Like, this is what we can do. This is our design aesthetic. Yeah. And good for them because this is literally a platform to show the world, like, what you can do and make yourself more popular. Yeah. So. And they're just doing them. So kudos. Um, they're not playing it safe for sure. No, um, no. And that's and I, what I, I respect that. Uh, let's move on to the people who thought a lot about, um, adding value to the home and who are very much in it to win it. Egypt and Mike. Oh my God. Um, when, okay. So this whole segment, when like Egypt is describing her, her design ideas to Mike and like they're, they're going over their whole game plan. I was just like so excited for them because, um, Egypt describes her design idea and I just go, Egypt, when she talks about pushing the wall out and Mm -hmm. adding a hallway to the garage so it's enclosed. I'm just like, that is genius uh, to create, to to add a hallway so you don't have to walk outside if you want to go to the garage. Right. Um, And they're also adding square footage to the house. Ergo. Right. Value. Right. And they're adding in that that bathroom that they got rid of last episode. Yep, she goes and a mudroom. We can, and, yes, and the mudroom. And she she goes. Egypt says that her decision to attach the garage is a trifecta power move. 
Um, I didn't know what that meant, but I said, okay, yes, I'm in. I think she just, you could see the wheels turning. And in that moment when they figured it out, they knew they'd won already. Yeah. Trifecta power move of like (laughs) mudroom plus hallway plus bathroom, maybe that's who knows, but it was. Yeah, that's what I figure it was. And I think they said it was something like 120 square feet extra, mm-hmm. which is, a, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. It's, it was kind of the, the, the challenge was kind of decided at that moment when they were like, this is what we're doing. I said, all right, they're probably going to win this week. Um, And then of course, oh, I didn't even, oh no, I did write down what Jenny and Dave did. Um, I, th- I think actually went out of order there. Do you um, want to talk any more about Egypt and Mike's design? Oh, sure. I mean, I, when I, so when we saw like the final design, I was definitely like, this is so high end. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of Egypt's design style is like high end, luxurious, um, but functional and very Alice in Victoria. Very Alice in Victoria. Very like chic hotel, but like a chic hotel that you'd want to live in. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually thought the fireplace had marble on it at first, but I'm sure like if I were in the room, oh. it, it wouldn't look like marble because it, it, it was just brick. Yeah. They brought in the extra brick from the outside and painted it white, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what did you think of their powder room? I didn't feel like we actually got a very good look at it. Maybe it's because it was such a small space that it's hard to pan out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was just a quick like Jasmine glanced in and then was like, this is really cool. Beautiful, guys. Um, But I love that blue tile. And I like that she tied it back. She's like, it's Charleston blue. Like it's she she was totally thinking about that, which she knew her stuff. Like she was rattling off stats about how blue sells for higher prices all the time with buyers and then buyers want blue. Egypt has all of these like stats. Yeah. So stored. I think like last week she said like homes with something something sells for like eight percent more. And I, know. I was like, okay, she, Egypt. She came to play. She brought the receipts. So <laughs> you can't you can't argue with that. So I mean, I um, I did like the tile, and I, I mean, I liked what I saw, but it was just such a very like quick and close up view that mm-hmm. they didn't linger on it at all. No. Um, but and the, and then the. uh they also put in French doors, right, out to mm-hmm. the covered porch. I mean, I I loved the space. I th- I thought it was it was my favorite. Yeah, I would have guessed that it was your favorite too. Yeah, I know. I knew you knew. It was my. I I had a real tough time picking a favorite actually. This week. I, but but I bet your favorite was Jenny and Dave's, wasn't it? It, it yeah, it was. Yeah. But it's also that. I feel like we can move to Jenny and Dave's. Their space was like so minimalist and like <laughs> white and but like too- coastal coastal like it was very coastal. I I really liked it, but also I think I would add a little bit more color texture um Maybe even like pattern if I, I'm like, how would I design my house? It would be like theirs would be like the base and then I would like throw in 
maybe like some other colors or something. I don't know. I think that's what it was for me. It looked a little bit unfinished. Mm -hmm. It was like a kind of here's the blank canvas you're supposed to start with, not the finished product. It was very blank canvasy. Um, the white oak bench that they did under the fireplace was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, white oak is super trendy right now um, in kitchens and also like in, in a big like design feature like this. So I really I did like that. I feel like there will be a time when we're just like ugh, white white oak, you know, like just like how we are ugh, modern farmhouse or yeah, anything sure. like that. Um but yeah, it just, theirs looked very comfortable. I, it was interesting to me actually that um, Jasmine said Dave and Jenny are so good at designing for a family too because they just did a all white living room. And I'm like, <laughs> kids are messy. Yeah. Jasmine, I mean, Jasmine has a daughter. Like she, yeah, I it, did. it can, looked very crisp. Uh, I would see kids maybe having a better time in Lindsay and Leslie's living room. Mm-hmm. Totally. Not with the wet bar, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, they can um, pull a Sally Draper and make you cocktails. <laughs> like, like in Mad Men. <laughs> make you your Tom Collins. Did uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but did every team put beams on the ceiling? Ooh, let me look at my notes. Um, I know that Egypt and Mike did, and they came in. That was one of the you know the the drama their cons yeah was that they came in the wrong color and so egypt and mike just painted them white which was fine but i agreed with jasmine that they should have painted them the color of the french doors which was like a clay pewter color i disagree i don't know why i just said pewter like that (laughs) i disagreed with that critique i said keep them white because it was more like would i know because it was more like mold. I think they wanted it to be more like molding instead of like mm. beams. I don't know. Um, I could yeah. see how painting them that color might make it like a pu- it was like a putty color, and maybe yeah. it would have cheapened the effect. But I think so. I think keeping it like keeping the base crisp white was like their goal. Um, yeah, I think everyone did beams. I think with a giant room like that, it almost it calls for beams because beam everyone loves a beam. Mm-hmm. homeowners I feel like love beams I don't know I love a beam I love a beam so anyway so yeah <laughs> Jenny and Dave um they also did a mud room and they also did a bathroom of they a also pushed the wall out a little bit right mm, I don't think so oh, I thought they were talking about pushing it out like three feet maybe they did but I don't remember them making a big deal about it but not enough to create a hallway Right. They didn't create a whole hallway that connected to the garage like Egypt and Mike did. Um, but I, I loved Jenny and Dave's powder room as well with the really cool moody floral wallpaper. Moody floral wallpaper we know is super in. Mm-hmm. Um, jazz, you could just tell like Jasmine loved theirs. I feel like design wise. Jasmine, <laughs> you think Jasmine really wanted to give it to them, but she had to give it to Egypt and Mike. Yeah, I think I think design-wise like Jenny and Dave's was um was most similar to Jasmine's design aesthetic. Mm. Uh and that's like what she appreciated. 
but because like there's no denying that Egypt and Mike deserved it because they literally added square footage. They to basically the house. added a room. Yeah. Yeah. Um any okay, so what like little observations did you have? I guess one thought I had while I appreciated that Egypt and Mike moved the wall, I wondered what they were giving up on the outside. Like are they just now that much closer to their neighbor? Or yeah. what was the there had to be a pro and a con here because otherwise right. everybody should have done it. Yeah. I, we'll probably get more insight into that once they tackle the outside too and like the yard and stuff. True. Um, we, oh, you know what? Okay. So I'm curious. What did you think of Lindsay and Leslie's wall of maps? Cause that's entryway, what they ended yes. up. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. We didn't, we haven't talked about their entryway yet. Uh, it was a wall of, maps his, historic maps that they they tracked down um so it was very authentic and they were maps of the world right or maps of charleston maps of charleston yeah and the point was they actually had a story behind it that i guess legend has it that if spirits try to come into your home you need to stop them at the front door and the way to do that is to give them something to to look at or to read <laughs> to keep them from going further into the home. Um, haven't verified that urban legend. <laughs> That's one where I'm just like, seemed a little far-fetched cool. to match the... Sounds, sounds great. <laughs> to justify awesome. the story. But I did think the maps were really cool. Like, I've, I've always thought that... Um, I, I don't know. I thought the maps looked cool. I, I like maps as de- as decor. Uh, I I like globes as decor. I've always kind of thought that's a that's a cool touch. Um, and it was light and it was bright and it honored the history and possibly stopped spirits in their tracks. So it seemed like a win 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 to me. I agree. I thought like I really appreciated the thought that they put into it, um, thinking about the history of Charleston and just like this, ur- not urban legend, but like myth or whatever. Um, I said I love their mantle in the living room, but oh wait, actually, we're not talking about the living room. Um, I did say okay, and I've noticed this. So I've I've binged both seasons of Unsellable Houses, Lindsay and Leslie's show, mm-hmm. and they are like expert, or Lindsay specifically is like an expert home stager. Um, like all of her houses that she staged stages look like impeccable. She has like so many little like accessories and like magnifying glasses on books and like a little espresso French press and just like all these little tchotchkes. Um, And I think when you're doing for like an open house, I think that totally is what you should do when you have like a bunch of people coming through. Uh, But I just, I feel like all the tchotchkes in on in the entryway and like on the mantle and like it just it's kind of too tchotchke-ish for me and that just that might be my personal design preference and if you know to each their own um well I think Jasmine actually said it she said this space looks like a place that people have moved into and been living in for a while yep and they've already dropped their magnifying glass there. They've already dropped yeah. their their uh, dice there. <laughs> their, like, whatever various tchotchkes. She, I mean, that was the that was like her. I think her dip, diplomatic way of saying it's a little cluttered. 
A little cluttered. Yeah. yeah. She said Jenny and Dave's place was, uh, you know, she would want to move into. And then she said Leslie and Lindsay's looked like it had been lived. <laughs> and it well, and it totally makes sense, right? Because when you're staging for an open house, you want the place to look lived in. Yeah. Like neatly looked in, look lived in, look, I, neatly look lived in. <laughs> right? Am I saying yeah. that right? <laughs> I, I do agree with you on I, I appreciated the attention to detail. I think that's where Lindsay and Leslie really excel is mm-hmm. that that attention to detail, the fa- the the passion for researching the history and making it look authentic, but ultimately the overall uh, impression I got was kind of like there's a lot going on here <laughs> from the from the decor to uh yeah, from the design style, the kind of maximalist design style to the, yeah, all the tchotchkes. Totally, um, but it was cool. Thinking about Lindsay and Leslie's space, uh, there was a moment. Did you see? I just wrote Timothy Chalamet is constructing Leslie and Lindsay's wet bar because <laughs> <laughs> their contractor, one of their contractor dudes, looked exactly like Timothy Chalamet. Oh, you're gonna was- have to give me the. Give me the minute mark. I want to go I'll back give and me look. the time stamp. But I was just like, what's he doing? I th- <laughs> did he like hop on over from filming of some a movie in Georgia to like <laughs> That's help build a house? Um, yeah, that was that was wild. Um, and then another observation that I had. Uh, and then where were the puppies? Remember in the preview from last week, they promised puppies. Uh, or was that just like later this season? Maybe it was just later this season, and I was I was taking it as next episode. But I just, I just remember finishing the episode and being like, I thought there was they promised us puppies. Like, where are they? It's a really straightforward episode. There were no puppies. There were no twists or anything. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that anything particularly dramatic happened. It was just um, designers designing. Yeah, straightforward design. I almost want some twists, and I think yeah, that's what we're going to get next that a little bit. I feel like they hinted that that might be coming. Uh, shake, just, there's going to be a shakeup of some sort. I really want that because on Battle on the Beach, things got <laughs> things got precarious. Things yeah. got a little shaky. Yeah, and and people had to. I mean, they had they had Josh out in the forest collecting <laughs> foliage. <laughs> like those those producer twists drive people to do crazy things. Yeah, everything is a little hunky dory for my taste right now. And they even they showed the girls uh, at one point the the women I should say uh, having their own little uh, gathering outside talking about the men, and they were it, it was you know kind of a girls versus guys moment, but. It's a little too yeah. kumbaya for my taste. It was, um, yeah, I need a little bit more like sabotage or, yeah. well, which is funny Snooping. too because, yeah, like, yeah, not like sabotage, but in our interview with Leslie and Lindsay, they did say that there was some like pranking happening right this season behind the scenes. There was some TPing happening. So maybe we'll see that at some point. Uh but yeah, no, this is a straightforward episode. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. And next week is main bedroom and bathroom. 
main bedroom and bathroom. Yeah. I wonder if it's an ensuite. Like if it's a, well, who cares? We'll, we'll find out next week. <laughs> With a big question. <laughs> well, thank you so much for tuning in. This was our recap of episode two of Rock the Block. And we will be recapping episode three. So be sure to hit subscribe so you get that episode delivered straight to your device. If you... I just wheezed. <laughs> if you... I have asthma. If you like what you heard, um, yeah, like I said, hit subscribe. And then please give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps people find us. And we love the positive feedback. Thank you. We do. If you would like to give feedback another way, you can email us. We are podcast at realtor.com. Or you can find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're at House Party Pod on all three. Uh, good stuff happening there. Uh, join in the conversation. We're having some fun talking about these episodes of Rock the Block and the teams. And we also talk about the other content that we discuss on the podcast, the amazing homes mm-hmm. and what's happening in the news right now. Mm-hmm. Ty Pennington drama, always. <laughs> the Pennaissance. The Pennaissance. <laughs> TM. I'm going to trademark that one. You should. Get in on All that. All right. Well, thank you, and we hope you have a great start to your week. Bye. Bye. Bye.